0: Hello, I'm Clémence de Crissy, CEO of Clementine Communication. Welcome to our podcast, Connection Privé, where we talk with various guests on a topic which is dear to us, which is the power of human connection and what networking means in their lives. Today, I'm welcoming a wonderful drink columnist, journalist called Douglas Blythe. He is at the London Evening Standard magazine, and he's also the author of an annual restaurant guide called Wine Lease Confidential, very topical as restaurants and bars should be reopening in the UK in a couple of weeks. He's also contributed for international titles. He regularly serves As a wine and spirit competition judge and uh, as a consultant, he takes pride in helping rising drinks brands reach the right leap. How wonderful to have him on board. Hopefully, Douglas will be able to share lots of tips with us on the wine to buy, the restaurant to go to when the the confinement is over and many tips on how to get in the industry and how to keep networking with your
1: useful contacts.
0: Douglas Blyde, how are you?
1: Clemence de Cressy, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very well, thank you. So Coping, good to hear your voice. sane, <laughs>
0: but sorry.
1: Coping, sane, oh, entertained. Well, that's good
0: <laughs> to hear. And I'm glad to have you on board because I'm sure the conversation will go um, towards all sort of uh, dimension. And I always love and enjoy talking to you. So thank you for taking the time. Um, how have you been?
1: How have I been? I've been? busy because I am finding the days see me as a full-time parent somebody who's working with new companies uh, a consultant a seller master <laughs> everything's still happening it's just happening in a in a slightly different way you mentioned dimension. And it, it's interesting. We do. I do feel we're in a different dimension at the moment.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I very much do. So. I see what you mean. What are you um, longing for when the lo- lockdown will, will be ending? And we, we're nearly there. I feel it's a matter of, of days now. But um, is there something that you're longing for more than others?
1: I love the escape of going to the cinema. It doesn't even matter ah. what the film is sometimes. It's just the fact that the phone... Will be off and I'll be in a dark, almost meditative space, uh, alone together in a way. But yeah, just having a, a a moment where where there's there's no interruptions and it's just for me, really. I, I miss the cinema. Obviously, I miss restaurants as well. And there's specific restaurants that I would have loved to have visited that are already in complete abeyance or or closed down. Like for example, the Ledbury and Hicks uh-huh. at Farringdon. And uh, even Le Caprice, that's uh, that's going down um, uh, mm. at the moment, but will hopefully come up, sprout up in a, a new location. So films in a setting that isn't my living room, and <laughs> food in a setting that isn't my kitchen. <laughs>
0: yes some some sounds quite dreamy. I'm sharing these points with you absolutely have <laughs> you been um have you been watching lots of t v and, and is there any uh, and lots of cooking as well? have you fallen that de- fall down the trap of what everybody's been doing with with cook like never before? Are you a bit of a chef yourself as well?
1: I've found myself shucking a lot of oysters to the extent I've now got a special glove. I've been ordering these things in bulk. I have a friend of mine who's reinvented himself as a fine wine and food merchant on, uh, on four wheels. And he's been delivering incredible things, oysters, label on chickens, and amazing sandless clams. So I found myself, I suppose we are on an island, being more inclined towards the sea, seafood, uh, with, with some, some turf in the form of these incredible big bone chickens that he's been
0: nice. providing. Please, please share the contact. You know, don't keep these for yourself, Douglas. This sounds oh, gosh, like a good no, friend you have.
1: I'll make a note right now. I'm going to send you Will's, uh, Will's details. He's, oh. uh, he's an ex-wine director at a company I, I do a bit of work for, and, and he's, he's just great. He's a bit grumpy, but you know what? The best people are, <laughs> even if they don't appear to be at first.
0: <laughs> Somehow. Well, you said it yourself, Douglas, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but know, and well, it's a, it's a good transition to the human connection because um, it's great that during lockdown you've kept in touch with good people. You've carry on orderings with these people, mm. uh, carry on working with these people. Uh, how have you kept in touch with the world? Have you have you gone through all the Zoom calls? Uh, what has been your lots of phone calls? What has been your savior during this time?
1: Well, I tell you what, I thought would be my savior locally, but then it didn't turn out to be. There, there's a particular app. I think it's called Nextdoor. And I thought, I'm gonna join this because I'm still relatively new in, in the new environment uh, to me, which is Kingston. And I joined this, this neighborly type app. And I thought, this can be great. We can sort of talk about what's offering takeaway coffee, um, where, where people need help. Maybe it will flag up on this site. And, and it does, but oh my gosh, the bickering. <laughs> I couldn't stand it. I had to escape from next door pretty, pretty quickly. So that's, that's on the sort of local side. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, more global, more macro. It's, uh, it's been interesting to sort of reinvent myself as a little bit of a a filmmaker, which is something I did long, long time ago. And I've been doing these little videos for for brands. Uh, Obviously, I did one communications with Philip of of Rekash Mm -hmm. the dude as he looks oh (laughs) yes the (laughs) the one and only yeah (laughs) and um that's been very collaborative because doing those videos I've liaised obviously with with the the company that gives a lift the promotion the PR company but also then there's been a contact relevant to those videos the person I talk about there's been um uh uh, lots of different reactions to those videos as well so that's that's been quite fun that's really good um Um,
0: what about all the zoom calls have you taken part into um into all these zoom testing i mean have you been impressed with how the industry has, has adapted quite quickly to the changes
1: the zoom calls which have worked the best in terms of of meeting the winemaker distiller brewer have been where the the PR company has actually asked in advance what you want to ask. So mm. it's it's not just this panopticon, this this kind of virtual prison you're trapped in, and and you're on mute. It's it's actually the case that your questions will will be answered. It it makes you attend to see the or hear the 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 result, the answer. Yes. Uh, but yes, I, I am impressed. I'm I'm I don't think we've seen the last of it. I think there's far more excitement to come in terms of the way that these calls are, are going to go. They don't just have to be people sat at a desk. There can be virtual parties even. There can mm. be hampers sent out, including, I don't know, a disposable barbecue with with relevant uh, produce to cook alongside wine. There can be music provided. Uh, I, I think you can actually have virtual parties in the PR context to celebrate products rather than just sort of talk through them.
0: Mm. That's a good idea. I'm taking notes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and send out a virtual plane ticket as well. Well, send out a, a plane ticket that operates virtually. Make it a more you know, a bit of fun, I think. Those those tastings that the the wetter the tastings, the better as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But I think the industry has reacted, uh, I mean, the hospitality and food and beverage industry has reacted quite quickly to these changes. The amount of Zoom have taken place and activation, which have went online so quickly. I'm fairly impressed, I have to say. I always thought, even though I've been working with my PR agency in this uh, in this world for a long time, I thought it would be quite still. I think no one will um, endorse the new technology and, and, and come up with new ideas. But uh, I've been quite, quite happy and surprised really to see a uh, uh, the number of calls uh, but for me it doesn't replace the face-to-face it, I, I, despite loving organizing all these events and creating a bit of an experience for journalists for consumer it doesn't I'm missing the face-to-face um, I don't know about you but I think there's nothing better than sitting down in front of people sometimes you can gauge more you can you know the eye contact um, uh, a movement it's it's becoming a bit more intense and I think conversations tend to be a little bit easier
1: well, I miss the gossip
0: and the gossip, <laughs> indeed. Well, that's true. You know,
1: going on press trips, on on yeah. uh, on tastings to tastings and so on. The, the the bit that's missing is is the sort of the naughtiness. It's finding out the, the gossip, the hearsay. It's it's learning news and. In a in a slightly whispered way that that doesn't really happen on a more formal setting where it's a, a bit more polite and reverential uh, for te- technology reasons as as much as anything else it's hard to sort of talk over people but. Yeah, I, I do miss that bit. <laughs> That's
0: true, but you know, it's it's a fair point you're raising because I guess when you're all on a on a Zoom as a mini press conference, you're all getting the same insight from from the clients, and you're getting the same information um, uh, talk to you. Whereas I guess when you're on a press trip, you tend to split and you you meet different people, you meet different people, the same people perhaps at different time. You create a different speech and story for you. Um, so you're right. You're missing you're missing a bit of that when you have just uh, just the, all these calls. We'll see that leads i think we'll never stop i love the idea that you know some clients are really far away and it's the only way to connect with them is through these zoom conference which seems to be as you said working well Mm. Uh, but i'm long i'm longing to get on the plane and and go back and physically you know discover and enjoy and and visit and test and try yet clearly there's a a missing that inter. That face-to-face contact, that's for sure. Um, do you think there's a place for Zoom, actually, um, uh, in the future? And and do you think brands will focus on the education a bit more?
1: Hang on a sec, Clem. I, I've got a baby trying to come in. <laughs> it's, it's all right. Uh, the little toddler wants to give her thoughts on Zoom. Oh, bless her. <laughs> Not for plan. the first time. No. And I that's... mean literally her thoughts during Zoom um no don't
0: worry at all um but yeah, yeah there's, there's definitely
1: a place for it because it's it's just so easy to 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 create a, a space with zoom and and i think also gosh we've both organized lots of events uh i've been on events with you as well and and now, the the problem with events is is that people often cancel, often for legitimate reasons, often for not legitimate reasons. They cancel at the last minute of uh, of events, and I, I think the Zoom thing it offers you a way to sort of encourage them to actually be at that event, even if they can't make it into that space in Central London or or wherever or onto that press trip. I think you can. There could there will always be now the, this option of of taking part in in a physical event in a in a in a virtual way
0: yeah yeah so there's definitely definitely a future for that no i i agree with you we've had far more we have actually no cancellation ahead of any any call um, at the moment. Whereas you're right to say that events, or uh, well, even when you invite, you know, people to review restaurants, um, a lot of people can't can't make it, can't come to central London. So it's it's the same same. So what's the future of the restaurant world in the, in that sense? Because um, hopefully we'll be reopening soon. I mean, France has reopened yesterday. I don't know if you've seen, which is really really exciting. Um, what do you think is the future of of the restaurants in the in the UK? Do you see a growth in the outdoors during uh dining? The subject to weather, I guess, in this country.
1: It's interesting. The the Ledbury, the Ledbury's potential long-term, well, potential complete closure has, has really roused opinion. And I was reading an article last night where one particular commentator, he was delighted that this was going to herald the death of fancy, expensive, frippery, fine dining. Uh, in exchange for sort of burger stalls, more relaxed uh, dining, outdoor dining uh, being certainly one of the highlights, street food, the growth of, and uh, I, I didn't really agree with that. I think there there is going to be a continuance of of really calibrated dining, in a, in an extremely imaginative way. I think um, I think people want to be spoiled. If you look at the phenomenal success of of takeaways, deliveries, even at the very top end, at restaurant prices, these delivery companies, these takeaways, these that they're, they're at restaurant prices and, and people are, are going mad for them. I, I wouldn't, if I was an operator, I wouldn't have have shut, well, shut the doors <laughs> in a way, but not actually, yeah. because it's just been such a, a heartening response to see that, that people, we're not in a war. This is the point. There's still space for luxury. People need to be rewarded. They need to mark important moments in their lives, their friends' lives, families' lives. And I think restaurants have been so good at, at continuing where they have continued to offer Uh, experience communication there's been virtual sommeliers you can actually phone up a wine store and and speak to a sommelier in that wine store who will give you advice on on what to have with your meal and then it can be delivered out I think there's still personal contact throughout all of this which is which is why things are are continuing in a a decent uh, seeming way
0: yeah, I mean, I'm, I can't wait. I've um, We've tried to work with lots of local restaurants and keep ordering for those who are still open, as you said. Uh, we order the order the food. The service has always been impeccable. Uh, they were trying out new recipes. Um, I have to say we've got, I think, two local restaurants who are shut down because they could not survive. So there's going to be lots of people affected, obviously, um, uh, in the couple of weeks and months to come. Um, so I guess you're seeing that the iron restaurant's luxury part will remain what's your what's your sort of if you had a crystal ball ball the sort of mid-market or takeaway do you think what who's going to be the most affected on that
1: i, I just remember just to back up slightly i i remembered seeing that there, there was a he's an ex fat duck chef he's now got his own pub in Bray yeah oh, yeah he, he did a, a a four course meal for four different people within the area and he sent a chef this was really early on in lockdown to finish the dishes for each of those four households so there were four chefs outside each of the houses How cool. putting the dishes on the doorstep and then collecting them and I think they were even matching wine with that and everybody was from those households were connected on on zoom they may even have had laptops set up in the places <laughs> where people their friends might have, have sat I love um,
0: it. Gosh, I yeah. absolutely love these ideas. Well, that, that's so that's inventive. clever. Was, you know, it's really clever on behalf of um, all these restaurants. But those, those will survive. Those will be fine. Uh, they will reopen the outdoors, I think, and then they'll be fine. Um, I mean, for me, I'm laughing because obviously, you know, when you see that Gregs are reopened and there's a queue outside <laughs> of takeaways for a veggie sausage roll, I'm thinking, my gosh, where, is that what people have been longing for for the past three months? <laughs>
1: I think so. Ironically, oh. and, and lots of sort of um, you know that sportswear, people are queuing up for that. They they're queuing up for for things that are not perceived luxuries, mm. uh, though I'm sure they are queuing up for those as well. But I think people just want a sense of comfort, and uh, that's that's why they're they're going for things that perhaps aren't necessarily you know out uh, culture out, culture, out uh, gastronomy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's interesting. So yeah, definitely. So I guess it's the mid market who is going to suffer one more time on um, after after when this is all going back to some sort of normality over the coming months. Um, We'll see, but I have to say I'm longing. I'm longing to have a nice glass of wine on the terrace, you know, well, in a restaurant in London. I absolutely can't can't wait. Um, and hopefully we'll see we'll see the weather carry on in the UK. So there's going to be a massive growth of outdoor, and uh, restaurants will be able to open more terraces. I know it's been a fight for lots of central London restaurants with their local I council. Saw. So hopefully they'll have uh, they'll have more right to open more tables outdoors. So fingers crossed in the coming months. um, As we're not going anywhere, we we better start fighting for what we can have in Central London.
1: (laughs) Very true. Yes. Um, Yeah.
0: and then absolutely. What's the, um, tell me, if the, obviously we talk about restaurants, but I know you are also a wine writer, you write for various publications uh, in the UK and internationally. Um, what's your thoughts on the uh, consumption of alcohol? Do you think we've drunk too much during the past three months?
1: <laughs> Do you like uh, me go and sort of peek at other people's green bins during uh, <laughs> you know the, the point of recycling day? <laughs> I think it's just fascinating I I mean I've been doing a lot of zoom wine tastings for for civilians and uh (laughs) you know up to three in a night and and gosh thank goodness for Coravan uh, I've got neighbours who I've been gifting bottles to because it's just ridiculous the amount of booze the amount of booze that has come into this house (laughs) over the last few weeks my goodness your neighbours must love you (laughs) They're probably too drunk to notice it anymore. <laughs> um, I think we we have we have been drinking more. Definitely, it's a, a sense of comfort. I know certain clients have, that I have they've really ramped up their drinking and and then felt really bad and gone on these punishing hundred-kilometer <laughs> cycle rides and so on to to make good for, the, yes. for their prowess in in the bottle sense. But uh, yeah, I, I I think we have been drinking more. It's it's true um but then again everything has been focused on the home so we we see the debris it's not like when we go out and have a bottle of something and then it's cleared away and it's it's out of our conscience so mm, i think there is this this idea that that people are going to go into the low no sphere more than they ever have done before Mm. to to make up for this uh these months of of interest in in abv and perhaps that's, that's the case. There's also mm-hmm. sort of other options. There's CBD and rich drinks yeah. and, um, you know, various other ways to, to get a positive, healthy, high sense of mood. Uh, but, yeah, I think booze is, is far from dead. I, I think, you know, dry January is going to be something that, that would be reckless, dare I say it, next year after what hospitality has been through in the last month.
0: No, absolutely. Is this CBD category, I'm not quite familiar yet, but um, is that the cannabis-based drink?
1: Yes, that's that's correct. It's an extract which is actually devoid of, of, of any harmful or actually really heightening um, options to the, to the brain. But from what I've seen from journalists, there needs to be a point to CBD. It can't just be there to to make a, a, a boring product suddenly a little bit more interesting. I think journalists in some sense are bored of it. There really needs to be a, a point, an application to, to why it's in there. There needs to be some sort of really well-described benefit.
0: No, yeah, well, I've I've never tried. I've, I, funny enough, I was reading about it about this brand uh, Gibson uh, Goodology, which I've I've never tried, but read some amazing good things at the moment. So it's funny you, you're mentioning it. Is that going to be a new trend? I'm always curious to see what's what's out there. Um, so I'll put it on my list to buy wherever. When well, I guess are they available in the supermarket? Most of these brands.
1: Places like Planet Organic will uh, will have CBD drinks. I think they were doing a CBD lemonade before the lockdown at about seven pounds, which you know, this is seemingly quite an expensive investment <laughs> for ultimately what is just a lemonade.
0: Oh, oh, well, you know. let's give it a try. <laughs> I'll try everything in the moment. I'm 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 keen to uh, to get out there again and try new things.
1: I'll quote um, you on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no
0: no exactly so let's put dates dates in a diary to to try all these things uh, and after we'll go to the cinema together well actually Brilliant. not together because you don't want to see anyone there so no no
1: alone <laughs> together you're in your own cocoon we'll go to the cinema and have seven pounds cbd lemonade
0: <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> it's a date it's a date <laughs> Oh, bless! Well, it's so good to talk to you. So you said your little ones. Obviously, we heard we heard a few noises earlier on. Is she not back (laughs) at nursery, or you have decided to keep her at home? Has it been to uh, to be also full time dads (laughs) during this time?
1: Well in one way it's been absolutely splendid because I've seen all the little changes every day that uh, all the little improvements although she has begun to quote some of the things that I say which aren't (laughs) always best quoted by a two and a half year old Um, (laughs) but yes it's definitely been challenging because her routine is is her routine we can't sort of gently persuade her to do anything she doesn't want to do she's she's strikingly spirited she will be going back to nursery and we've, we've held her place we just wanted to wait a couple of weeks really and see how things were going to go and how the nursery was was going to manage this point but they've been very sensitive they've sent uh, photos every day of, of life at nursery and, and we've been showing these to, to toddler Lyra and hopefully she now wants to see her friends so we can encourage her to make the decision to go back as much as we want her to go back but uh, mm. definitely she she needs to to go and see people of of her her species
0: no exactly <laughs> the age, the, the interaction is quite uh, is quite important at this age but uh but it's been a short short uh... Short moment in time, I guess, these three months. So as long as it doesn't last much more longer, I don't think they'll, have, they'll be damaged with what happened. Um, no, I relate to that. As you know, I've got three three kids and they've been at home. And, well, they won't go back to school until September now. So it's a bit of a pickle for us because they are a little bit older and we've had to do homework for them, plus carry on the business, plus being on calls all the time. It's, it's hectic. It's completely hectic in my house. <laughs>
1: I can't imagine how that is is working out for you, yeah. and obviously, people with 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 older children older than two and a half they've now got the summer holidays coming up, even if uh, the the school is 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 briefly open at the moment. So, yeah, it's it's remarkable. This this the management of the day is almost impossible.
0: Exactly, and I think so, I think no. we all. Will- trying to keep sane in the middle of that um what has been your your secret of the past three months have you have you done lots of sports are you a bit of a yoga person what's your sanity moment
1: <laughs> sport and yoga no I, I haven't been moved to take, take really? either of those up i'm i'm not entirely sure I, I think i've i've actually cleaned my car a lot no really <laughs> i've gone out and i've cleaned the car very 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 thoroughly a lot of times that's that's been a way of of clearing my head. Also, I've been able to go in and and look after people's cellars. So that's quite a a nice way of of being, uh, of of organising things in a structured way, looking at the wines in those cellars and thinking they're there for 10, 20, 30, 50 years before they're at their peak. So I've got a sense of time in my head, a perspective by those bottles, thinking ahead in, in a sense of how they're going to be not in a, just a three-month pandemic mode, urgent, terrifying, um, as it may well be in, in moments. But no, I've, I've thought longer in terms of how, how the ingredient of time is important. So those bottles will outlive, um, you know, some of us, really, though I do plan to be around in 50 years.
0: <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. So lots of time with your private clients. Oh, that's so nice. You must have had some good time, very quiet time within the, in the cellar to plan, think, etc. cetera. Um, cool any, as well. Any, any tips for us on specific vintage, specific region of the world that we need to look at at the moment? I know it's a massive question because there's so many beautiful countries in the world producing wine, but what will be your ultimate tips at the moment for purchasing wine? Wine to keep.
1: Wine to keep, I think I've said it uh, before actually, but I really do think follow Chanel's brands when it comes to wine look at St Thomas uh, in in uh, Napa that's already quite a established winery but also in Bordeaux closer to home. I think really you you need to look at the 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 Chanel chateaus here and and have a a, a think about. Um, that some of the newer ones that are that are coming online, I think Chanel is is really, uh, it's putting so much money into the wine estates that they have here, that uh, I, I would follow those. Obviously, that's still a little bit higher end, but they they're only going to get better
0: good tip we'll check them out absolutely um well thank you for that once again moving on to one Oh, oh I've,
1: I've remembered oh, also apart yes. from um, vigorously washing this car of mine <laughs> I've been gardening and that's been a, a salvation
0: <laughs> oh gosh what are you growing tell me
1: <laughs> all sorts of things and you know I've borrowed a, a gardener from one of my clients to come and just check that I'm doing it right and he said well you don't have to plant everything in a straight line and (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. he's he's given me tips here and there and and again it's about thinking a bit longer term how these things are going to develop particularly the shrubs and the tree-like items and it's it's just thinking a little bit beyond right now which which is that's been that's been fun
0: yeah, I bet. Um, I, I'd love to get into gardening, but I have to say, I know life will pick up again, and we'll be going <laughs> traveling, trying all these things within the next twelve months. Yes, and exactly. my garden will die again. So, um, <laughs> it hasn't been, it hasn't been quite looked after. Uh, but I was, reading, I was reading something about gardening from um, Julian recently. He was saying it's interesting that we all think of the flowers, uh, and the shape and color of the flowers we should have in our garden, whereas we should like, so we should look like. The the, at the leaf, sorry, um, the consistency, the color, the texture of the leaf. This is what makes your garden uh, diverse and and beautiful. And I thought, oh, you know, I never thought of looking at leaves rather than flowers. And That's I still want, I still
1: want to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a great point, and and the different scents as well. I mean, being in in alcohol, which you know, alcohol Arabic word, it comes from distillation for perfume originally before actual drinking alcohol. It's, it's scents, it's the perfume of, of a garden as well. That's uh, something I've really enjoyed about lockdown, dare I say, it, is wine has tasted so much better. It's smelt more powerful, perhaps cleaner environment. Perhaps it's, it's uh, having less uh, stress, though stress does come into it, of course. But something about the lockdown has, has made perfume more tangible in wine, in spirits, in the garden.
0: Oh, that's so beautiful. Gosh, I, I, you know, it's nicely put together. Um, I didn't think of that. But that's true. You have more time to enjoy. So perhaps everything gets uh, all your senses get together. Despite saying that um, some people who've had the COVID-19 uh, virus said that um, after a while, you've lost you, they've lost their sense of uh, um, uh, a taste and um, smell and and it was very difficult for them to taste any wine or food so I guess you haven't been infected by the virus which is good
1: <laughs> imagine <laughs> so should... though how much they appreciate their sense of smell when it returns though that's true was like
0: mm. yeah it, but does it ever come back full-time is, is the big question they're asking now so that's well.
1: f- that's frightening yeah <gasps> it is i frightening. don't want to think about that
0: oh no, my god no exactly so what will you be doing um when um i guess if you had to the first restaurant you would go when everything reopened where would that be
1: i think just have a, a quiet night at home
0: <laughs> no way
1: <laughs> no of course not <laughs> oh it wouldn't just be one i i think i'd probably head into soho and and attack a few maybe starter in 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 10 greek street then hop across the road main course in in, uh, in lescargo then then i don't know find to leave leave the, maybe go to to the brasserie Dell into the crazy Cox after that i think i think it would be a, a, a safari i would want to hit a few of the bright lights it wouldn't be in a neighborhood restaurant right away it would it would because I've, I've been patronizing those uh, uh, for, for quite a, a while in, in, a, in, in a takeaway sense I think I'd get into the bright lights of central London and and really make a, a big night of it.
0: Uh, and what about wine is there wine that you find on the entrees or on restaurants that you have not been able to find and taste is there anything specific?
1: in terms of during the lockdown yeah
0: or have um, you been able most of the or have you been able to find these wine which are normally on the entree they've been able to deliver to the uh, to consumer um or not
1: i've managed to to get at pretty much what I, uh, i want to get at but what i've changed i think in terms of the the experience at home what i've what i've really gone into what i've exchanged i've i've exchanged on on some days wine for ale i've actually been getting kegs of ale and uh, pouring myself an ale in in one of those traditional tankards mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's you know warm ale in the garden um yes. with all my incorrectly planted plants around me i've i've been en- enjoying that wine wise yes definitely that's that's always been a pleasure but the the experience of of pouring myself an ale and briefly imagining i've been in a pub i've even actually been probably sounds a bit silly but i've even played some background noise of a pub um so i've i've had this sort of you know the the atmosphere to an extent has has been there
0: i don't know how you recreate that but i want to ask did you Try record <laughs> do you have some youtube playing background of noise you're very funny that's it
1: yes search youtube there's, there's cafe sounds there's you know all these all these sort of things that we take for granted the hubbub
0: no but that is hilarious um i'd love to be part of your bubble of friends to come come and share that experience <laughs> in your garden this this sounds this you sounds will very exciting <laughs> And what about the networking aspect of it? I know lots of people, um, some people don't like the word networking, but it is obviously quite important in our career. This is how we've met new people and build contacts um, and, and grow in our own industry. Um, have you kept in touch with a lot of people despite the Zoom call, which are more professional, etc.? Have you managed to keep in touch with the world, grow your client base, keep in touch with, uh, with current clients and so on?
1: Interestingly, I don't think I've built too many new contacts. It's been more about making sure existing ones are, are OK, trying to help with those. Having said that, I did start doing this uh, this this virtual wine tasting, which uh, which came from a, an existing contact who recommended me. So there have been some recommendations.
0: That's
1: good. Uh, so actually, yes, thinking about it, there, there have been some new things that, that have come from this but they they come from existing contacts it's It's so important to maintain people who who are useful to you and that you're useful to, mm-hmm. especially during this situation where where otherwise we can perhaps be a little bit less visible when we're we're not sort of in the same room as as people circumstantially
0: yeah no absolutely, and do you network more on? Despite, let's put COVID-19s on the side, are you more of a networker where you attend events and you exchange business cards and so on? Or are you more traditional or actually a new generation where everything is done on social media?
1: They're looking at the annual restaurant guide I produce, Wineless Confidential, which is in abeyance. Perhaps it will come out later this year. I hope so. Fingers crossed. Um, I, love to go in and see the people in those restaurants who make those restaurants what they are particularly when it comes to the sommeliers because it's it's foremost a wine list guide and there's an argument that's been uh, launched at me on on linkedin by uh, by uh, a restaurateur who, who said he could do the guide without having to go in and see the restaurants but i i disagree I think uh, you really need to go and, and meet the people and and when you're in those restaurants, you see other people who may know you, who you know um, sometimes uh, it, it's it's really useful to to then reach out to them and 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 you learn more about what's happening on the scene and and you know you get news items by being in those restaurants. people will respond to you in a way they'll carve out time for you in a way that if it was a, a phone call or um a, a series of emails you might not have so much uh interest from <clears throat> Ooh, i sure. apologize i haven't got COVID. A, at home. I, i've favorite. been holding that sneezing for about uh, three minutes <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was too long and i'm kidding don't worry about it uh, one but not least because i know you're you're very busy as well um what will be the ultimate tip that you would give to people um about networking
1: uh, aside from keep calm and, and carry on, I think people need to listen more than they speak, particularly when it comes to social media. And yeah, I, I just uh, I think people need to help each other extra during these times and, and be kinder, be more thoughtful and be confident that, that by giving more, you'll actually ultimately get more back because people want to be helpful and, and it's it's really good to help at this, this it feels good to help at this point in time to share contacts mm. to nurture well,
0: absolutely I'm, I'm hoping this is not going to be just for now but this this thoughts and this way of thinking will be forever um and and we'll all be able to to grow and carry on Douglas, thank you so much. See you at the cinema in a couple of weeks. Yes, with our
1: (laughs) CBD lemonades.
0: With our CBD lemonades in the cannabis you're growing in your garden. It's all coming out. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for your time. Absolute
1: pleasure. Lovely to speak to you, Clem.
0: See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Connection Privé, a podcast produced by Clementine Communication PR Agency. This episode was mixed and edited by Chris Osborne. For more insightful interviews about networking and the power of human connection, make sure to subscribe to Connection Privé on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And if you like what you hear, please leave a review in the Apple Podcast Store or tell a friend about us. I'm your host, Clémence de Cressy, and I hope to see you again soon. À bientôt!